The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it on YouTube. We're, we're so close. We got there yesterday and then we fell back down. We were at 190,000 subs even, and then we tumbled back down. Yeah, where are we at now? Like 189, 900 something? Yeah, we're like 10 away. But uh, if you guys are on the YouTube... We're 16 away. And make sure 16 of you out there that are unsubbed from us, that are not subbed... Just give us a sub for a couple days. A couple days? What's wrong with just give us a sub? Or just, you know, maybe that's their intention to give us a sub for a couple days and they forget and they stay subscribed. Um, Okay, there you go. Yeah, just for a couple days. For a couple days, hit the sub button. Uh, and then uh, we're also on uh, wherever you can find good uh, podcasts, all including the great, Spotify. All the good podcast apps out there, including Spotify now. Um, if you have time, a great way to help support Going In Raw is to leave us a rating or a review. That's always a lot of fun. We're also available um, at uh, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We had our Tournament of champ- of Chat Trivia Champions yesterday. Yeah, the, the, the second edition of it. Two more to come. Isaac M won. Yes, congratulations. The big Chat Trivia Tournament of Champions prize. Not going to do that again for another three months. Yep. Next week it's back to back to the grind of the normal Chat yep, Trivia yep. days. Anyways, that's that one of the many things you can do with the Patreon. We have our post-show and our pre-show. You can watch this show as a live stream. It's a lot of fun. It is much fun. Uh, we're also on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw. Mm-hmm. You're wearing one of our shirts, as am I. Congress under Mecca Santa. Fun wrestling. Wow. We're we our top we sellers. Gotta, we got to bring fun wrestling back and WCW well, back, man. Just because we have those shirts that people aren't buying anymore. I know. Well, it's out of sight, out of mind, man. Oh, I know. Anyway. That's why I wear this one every now and again. It's good. Remind people that fun wrestling was a thing, maybe a thing again. Yeah, man. Anyways, we're also uh, at, yeah, you said Pro Wrestling Tees. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so Strong Style Evolved is coming up in two weeks. Yeah, they haven't announced the full card yet. I know. they Haven't they only announced two matches? Well, it was US three. U.S. title and, yeah. yeah, yeah three, but with Ray being hurt, who knows? Anyways, we are going to be there. I can confirm now. I'll just confirm now. Yeah, I mean. I'll be there. You were joking around about it, but I knew for the second we bought tickets, you were actually going to go. So if you're going to be, no, you didn't. You, you, you don't ever think you know me. I've known you for 20 years. You still don't know what's going on inside my you head. You think you know me. You think you know Steve. Um, so we're going to do like a friendly meet up there, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So before the show, we'll probably get together. We'll be milling about outside the, what is it called? The Walter temple? Pyramid. Walter Pyramid. Is Walter going to be there? I don't think so. It's <laughs> a bummer. <laughs> yeah. God, I want to see some of those big Walter chops. Oh, man. Yeah, man. At the Walter Pyramid. Yeah, man. You think it'd be a lock. 
Anyways, uh, there's that. And then this Sunday, of course, is Fast Lane. Yes. Um, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. Maybe. Uh, our predictions are up right now. Yes. So you can check that out. Please do. And uh, We're going to try streaming a live reaction. Probably going to do a live stream reaction thing. Yeah, we can do it from my garage. There's nothing else. No, we can do it from the office. We're going to do it from the office. We'll try to do it from the office, but if it doesn't work out, we can do it from my garage. Okay, here's the thing, though. We can try to do it from the office, and if it doesn't work out, you and I are going to Brew Pub. We're going to get drunk. Oh, all right. can watch it on my iPhone there. All right. So if it doesn't work from the office, we might just have to say, sorry, guys. Well, hold on. I can and do we're it. not going to go all the way down to your garage. Yeah. And then just shoot the and recap there. set it up. Yeah. No, we'll shoot the recap of the office. Why would we shoot the recap of the office? We're watching it, live streaming it from my, my garage. I don't think we're going to go to your garage. We're going to go to the office, try it there. I'll, I'll test it the day before. All right. And if it if I think it's going to work, then good. If I don't think it's going to work, then yeah, maybe we'll do it in your garage. Yeah. I just feel like, you know, you got kids. They're probably going to be coming in. Yeah, they're going to be in the No, that's fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. They're going to be coming in and bugging us. No. Like Alabama does. No. We'll be fine. All right. All right. Zoe will come out. That'd be fun. Oh, that'd be cool. They can all see, yeah, the dog. Yeah. Is, is there room in your garage? There's plenty of room, man. Really? Yeah, my wife cleared it out. <laughs> nice. Wives are great because my wife cleaned out my garage to clear out my garage, too. The only thing I have to do is bring my TV back from the office. But that's a piece of cake. Oh, okay. Right on. Once I know it, I mean, that's... We just watch on my iPad. No. We can no? bring my TV back. Really? Okay. Yeah, I got, I got right. Chromecast it's, it's waiting. It's lane. Who cares? I got internet. It's, it's good to go. Mm-hmm. We can do it once from my garage. Okay. All right. We'll and it's less, probably less echoey in my garage than it is in the office right now. We'll see about that. Um, yeah, that's probably true. Anyways. But no, I want to do it from the office. Uh, let's talk about 205 Live. Yes. Holy crap. It's a good show. Wowie wow. That flipping. Oh, by the way, I love, I always, this is my favorite. Like these days, the Wrestling Observer newsletter, my favorite part is just looking at the ratings. Oh, where was it? Six. Cool. Six. Yeah. On a pay-per-view week. Yeah. No less. Yeah. That's rad. That is awesome. People like good wrestling, Larson. They like rad wrestling. They like rad wrestling. Yes, they do. Um, and so, uh, good for 205 Live. Wrestling works. Good wrestling works. Yeah, man. This week, we saw some great wrestling. We did. Um, that main event was something else. Yeah, man. We'll talk about that in a second. But first up, we had Mark Andrews versus Drew Gulak. How, how much do you love Drew Gulak these days? He's super mean these days. Oh, I love it. It's I like so that great. bit where he said, you know, I, I could make a PowerPoint presentation, but I, at least I uninstalled my version of Microsoft Office. It's somewhere I haven't looked at. I haven't opened yeah. up a Microsoft yeah. Office in a while. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's, you know, shouting out to what his former persona kind of was. And there's still a little bit of that. Mm-hmm, but yeah. he, knows when, he knows how to flip the switch and turn to mean Drew now. It's so good. Before it wasn't necessarily the Nobody, case. He has such a great angry face. I know. He has such a good, like, evil face. And the, the, the intensity level during his matches mm-hmm. seems to have increased at least tenfold since oh, man. the Zotrain days. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. It's great. So, anyways, this is a good. So, obviously, the 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 nature of this match was Drew Gulak trying to ground Mark Andrews. Yeah. In the end, he was successful, but not before we got a lot of great high flying moves. Mark Andrews uh, trying to keep the game up in the air, trying yes. to keep the match rather up yes. in the air, not the game. Keep space away from Drew, so he couldn't get put in some sort of painful submission hold. Mm-hmm. And allow him to do some of his high flying acrobatic stuff. Mm-hmm. In the end, uh, Mark Andrews goes for a shooting star press. Gulak gets his knees up. Shortly thereafter, puts Andrews in the dragon sleeper. Andrews taps pretty quickly. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. It was good. 
Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, yeah, that Dragon Sleeper. He's got like the best Dragon Man, he really puts, right now. He really puts a lot of torque on that, doesn't he? I see nothing but neck. I know. It arches the back a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it looks like it legit hurts. Telling you. So what do you think? Like, I, I'm thinking Drew Gulak's going to the finals, man. The way they've been booking him. It's going to be a, an interesting couple of semifinal matches. we got Roderick Strong, Cedric Alexander. I have a little doubt that Cedric will, will advance. Um, but that's going to be a hell of a match. But the other semi, you know, Mustafa Ali, we'll go talk about his match in more detail in a second. He won. So him versus Drew, a wealth of backstory between them to mine. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that we get another uh, uh, promo from Mustafa Ali this week on Twitter. Yeah. Because the two he's done so far have been magnificent. And they ran it. Yeah, that's right. They ran a chunk yeah, of it, it yeah. during the show, which is great because yeah. it's really well done. Really, 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 really good. Um, yeah, this is the hardest one to call. My heart is with Mustafa Ali right now. I want him to win this whole thing right now. Yeah. Based on his performances in the ring, I'm still a huge Cedric fan. This Mustafa Ali, whether it's he's taking the initiative or they're telling him to do it or what, he's doing much more to build his character right now. Oh. In-ring work, comparable. They're both fantastic wrestlers, Cedric and Mustafa. I just feel like there's more character to Mustafa Ali right now. There is. And, and I'm rooting all for because that. of him. Yeah. And if you notice, there was a Cedric Alexander promo this week in... It's it's like he's playing he's trying to play catch up now you know it's like I know that they said so they scheduled this out for him mm-hmm. but I don't know why he's not I don't know why everybody doesn't do this you have a social media out you have social media for your outlet you have Twitter for your outlet take the initiative my gut like these Mustafa Ali promos oh, they're so good and I I honestly think and I have no idea but I mean given that nobody else has been doing them I can only assume that he's just taking the initiative getting a DSLR handing it to a friend and then doing it mm-hmm. you know and they look great they do look great so whoever's shooting it knows the basics about how to light or how to manipulate lighter position people right? in dimly lit situations I know and there's like a depth of focus there I know and like he walks away they don't try to follow focus and yeah. it's amazingly dramatic yeah what that's awesome. I know there's some artistry to it. There's there's absolutely some art. I remember that first one where he was in the gym. I was yeah. like, I, this might just be a trick of the light and the fact that it's like so mood lighted. No, that's like, that seems to be his aesthetic. Yeah. It's it great. Awesome. No, just like, man, put him in charge of creative for 205 oh, Live yes, in terms man. of the aesthetic. Heck yes. It's funny, too, because like, so I watched this episode on my, uh, on my TV in my bedroom. And in there, because sometimes I like to watch TV late while like Lacey sleeps, um... I have like the backlight down a yeah. bunch, yeah, and and I have the contrast up. And I was watching. I was like, did they change the look of it? I was like, oh, it's just my TV. But goddamn, that'd be kind of cool because it looked kind of cool mm-hmm. on my TV. Mm-hmm. But um, but anyways, yeah, no, I, I I honestly think that the Mustafa Ali thing. I think that they fully intended and probably still intend to have Drew go over uh, through to the finals. It's just that they did not anticipate Mustafa Ali. Uh, it could be that he changed the, the, the course of his own destiny. Career, I know, I know. It could be through these promos. I know. The crowd was chanting Ali. Yeah, I know. Towards the end of the match last I night. Know. After the match last night. I know. Oh, man, it's so great. Um, so, I mean, it could be that they might call an audible, but, I mean, Drew Gulak is making a great case for I himself know. as well. I, I kind of <laughs> wish Mustafa Ali was on the other side of this bracket. I know. I kind of wish it would be Drew and Roderick Strong. One semi-final match, and then Cedric versus Mustafa Ali in the other. I know. I know. Yeah. But it is what it is. I'm, I'm still it. rooting for a, a Cedric-Mustafa Ali final. Okay. Right on. Because I think based on what they did on 205 Live a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. which was fantastic, give a platform like WrestleMania, let them pull out all the stops, let them do what they can do, and mm-hmm. they will tear the house down. Yeah. 
The next next week is going to be, or the, the next coming week is going to be interesting. Because next week we get Cedric versus Roderick Strong. I believe the week after that is going to be. Once we get to the semis, when it's Mustafa and Drew and uh, Cedric and Roderick. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the crowd's going to be kind of interesting. Because yeah. if it's performing the way it's performing in the ratings, on the network ratings, and. I think it's something that the crowds will actually anticipate because they are they are building buzz for themselves. Yes, you know, and I think it's fantastic. Um, next up, we had a Drake Maverick backstage uh, segment where he put together Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa as a tag team. He said, "I know you guys are bummed out that you uh, you know you, you you lost out in the first round, um, but I see you guys and I see what you can do, and I hope that you two can make each other better as a tag team." Mm-hmm. This seems to be kind of like the first official step towards. The, the tag, tag division, team, yeah. The tag division that they're talking about, the tag team championships. And then I thought I also read, are they going to redo the, the Cruiserweight oh, Championship I didn't see itself? That. I, I didn't see that. That'd be a good idea. It might have been like some, like, uh, you know, Meltzer isn't always the best. Maybe, I don't know if it was Meltzer or not. Maybe it was PW Insider. But I thought they said something about a new championship. I could be wrong. Maybe they just meant a new championship for a new division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he put together Adeo Tommy and Akira Tozawa. I think that's a great... That's a great pairing yes. right there. And the, during their match, that 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 proved to be the case. They that's, took on, that, that, that's a potential first new champions. Yeah. You know? So, so far we have them. We have Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. Um, two teams already. Mm-hmm. A couple more, and you have a decent division for a while until you fill out the roster. The problem is, though, who in so Lucha House Party is Grand Metalik and Kalisto. And Lince Dorado. Yeah, but where does he fall? This isn't a trios title. It should be, though. Yet. Yet. It should be a trios title. It should be, absolutely. Um, next, we, they showed a little bit of Mustafa Ali's awesome promo. If you haven't seen it yet, in full, go to his Twitter and check it out. It's I like that they didn't simply fantastic. cut it up. I wonder if they told him, hey, we want to run this, but you have to chop it down by 30 seconds. Could be. Because there was a moment where he says, look into my eyes, and then it did a fade into, like, wall up of him, and then, yeah. While he was still talking, you know, in VO. Yeah. Um, and then it went fade. It faded back to, to him. Um, I wonder if he cut that himself. Yeah, I don't he's know. He's just, like, a super talented filmmaker. Could be. <laughs> Could be. Um, after that, we had uh, Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa teaming up to take on Scott James and Nemeth Alexander. What kind of name is Nemeth Alexander? That's fantastic. Um, unsurprisingly, Tommy and Tozawa went over. <laughs> be kind of stunning if they lost. Tozawa pinned Scott James after a top rope sent on. Fun match. These two guys work really well together. Yeah, they do. There's a lot of, like, you know, tag team stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Tandem moves and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're already working this well together so early. I can't imagine what they're going to be doing. I can't wait to see what they do later on. Yeah, it's going to be really good. Um, next up, we had a Roderick Strong video pack. Working out in the Performance Center. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yeah, it was fine. I like that he's pulling. I, I really hope that they continue to push this idea that he's doing double duty. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun to see the dude who gets, like, the NXT championship um, and the Cruiserweight championship. Yeah. Just for, like, a little bit. Yeah. You know, be cool. From one There's a story there, too. I mean, if he's doing double duty, there's the, the potential there that he overworks himself and mm-hmm. loses something because of it. There you go. There you um, go. Cedric Alexander promo, you mentioned this a bit. And, yeah, it does seem like they're trying to bolster his character. Not of in reaction to anything per se, but they need to give him they more character need, stuff to work to, with. Man, they need to because it's like he was, he was the you know I keep on calling him like the heir apparent. He was the guy who's supposed to take that, who's supposed to get that title. And he even mentioned that in this promo. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was supposed to have this. I feel like he, I don't know. I, I think here's the thing: <clears throat> for Mustafa Ali to do these promos and put them on Twitter, I'm not going to say it's a risk. 
but you're putting time and effort into something that might not pay off, might do absolutely nothing. Yeah. They're paying off. I feel like in the same sense, and I'm not talking about just the specifics of doing a promo, Cedric needs to take a, a risk somewhere with his character, you know? He needs to either be bitter, have a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Bitter's not a good look, I know. But Especially for a face, no. Yeah, I know. But have a chip on his shoulder, have something that defines him as a character. Yeah. And he needs to take the initiative on that. Mm-hmm. As we've seen with Mustafa Ali, there are ways to do it. Yeah. There are ways to do it. And I feel like he's just he's running behind. And especially, I mean, I haven't seen, you know, he's going to have what's going to be a fantastic match with Roger Strong. Yeah. But that Mustafa Ali match, he's, I mean, that, that there was some storytelling there that was on par with anything I've seen Cedric do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm a huge mark for Mustafa Ali right yeah, now. Yeah, same here. And I see Cedric Alexander, and I see, like, all his potential. I'm like, you're not doing anything with it right now. Like, you need to step up. Mm-hmm. You need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, Which brings us to our main event of the, for the night, Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy, another Buddy Murphy weigh-in where he weighs even less. That was a botch. Can that please be... Wait, a botch what? I, I didn't really notice it at first. I kind of did because I was watching it early in the morning, or late at night, sorry, um, where it sounded like Drake Maverick started, restarted the, the segment. And then someone on Twitter or in chat the other day mentioned, how come you guys didn't mention when he botched the segment and counted in all over again? Wait, he did what? So he, he, he flubs his first line. Drake did. Yes. Okay. And then starts over. On this episode? Yes. I didn't know. How did I not notice that? Because I barely noticed it at first. Yeah. I was kind of watching. I was like, well, why did he restart? Maybe I was half paying attention. Hold on. I want to see this now. This is the NXT episode. We can do this. Um, can we, while, while I load this up, can we please have this Buddy Murphy losing more and more weight every week be a story? Yeah. Where eventually he's like the machinist? <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of like the idea. Oh, yeah. Here. This is what Jack McJackson said in here. Here, Jack said he started, went sorry, counted uh, one, two, three, and then started again. <laughs> Sometimes they're doing it live, I guess. But this seems like something they, they said it was yesterday. That's anyway. great. He said, sorry. <laughs> you know what? I think with the Buddy Murphy, have him keep doing the weigh-ins. Have him keep losing weight. But his appearance never changes. All right. It says here you're at 98 pounds. And he's like, because his pecs are massive. Oh, his entire body is massive. I was thinking to myself. huge. I was thinking to myself, when he got on that scale and, it's, and he said he lost like, what, 10? Yeah, like almost 10 pounds. Something like that. I was like, from where? I was like, so yeah, to me, it was like one of those things where they ha- they show Braun lifting a car, but they only show from like here yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. show from like here up. And I'm like, is there somebody down there kind of pushing up on him? No, they probably have those things he put under the wheels. <laughs> yeah. The little ramp de- dealies. Right. Oh, man. That's hilarious, though. I didn't know that he did the one, two, three. I, I'm, I'm going to watch it right yeah, now. Yeah, watch it real fast. This is like during the podcast. But yeah, I hope they continue with the Buddy Murphy weigh-ins. Cause they're oh, they're, they're great. And dude, I'm telling you, I want him to be the machinist at some point. No, have him keep all his, <laughs> all his mass. <laughs> look at Cedric's. Oh, yeah, here, here, here. Hold on, look at, look at, hold on. Look. So they have this great Roderick Strong preview. And then Cedric's like, okay, so I thought you guys were going to give me the title. Look at that face. He's like, oh, I don't like doing this at all. Oh, man. You know what that reminded me of? All right, here we go. This is okay, hold on. You know what that Cedric promo reminded me of? Come down to the Performance Center and test your own metal uh, against our best. Okay, the, uh, Try your uh, own promo. The all-access <laughs> event. <laughs> He's just in an all-access promo. Okay, hold on. I'm going to check this out live here on our show. All right, that's not the thing. 
It's, it's right before the match. It's okay. Hold on. Dusty Classic. Oh my goodness gracious! Too many commercials. Oh wait, sorry, no, sorry. It's early on. It's right after the first match. Sorry. It's right after the first match. Yeah, right after the first match. Sorry. Oh, okay, well that makes. I was sense, incorrect. Uh, the funny thing I love about these NXT episodes is that we still get like the same views as like a SmackDown episode. Yeah, and they're far looser. But we just jack around on them. <laughs> Hold on a second. Oh, look at Drew Gulak. I love me. Me so and Drew. He dropped a couple of Rainmakers in there too. Oh, oh, I know. That's right. I forgot to mention the Rainmakers. That was great. Damn it! Oh, wait, heck, where the heck was it? Where? Oh, sorry, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry for the match. Sorry, I got confused. It's Drake Maverick. Okay, right, sorry, right. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place this sorry, morning. Sorry. It's a loose episode, so it's right before this. Boy, I love that match. Though. That was such that a was great. great. Match. We'll talk about it eventually. Yeah. Building up anticipation for our conversation. Oh, because I have to almost watch there. Yeah. Hopefully, it was. Hopefully, it's actually before entrances. No, it's, I think it's during his entrance. It's during Buddy's entrance. I think so. Maybe you're right about that. We'll get to it eventually. Because <clears throat> as you mentioned earlier, there is a great story being told in this match. And I really, on several levels too, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. We'll get there eventually. Yeah, we'll get there. Okay, hold on. Should be here. There's his entrance. There's his entrance. I know it didn't take more than 10 seconds. Why is it we can't find this one? They cut it out? No. Oh, oh here we go. Okay, okay. Oh, I mean, he just clapped. I think. Okay, hold on a second. All right, where are we here? Thirty-five, forty-six, thirty-five. There you go. Okay, hold on. All right, here we go. How do you like that ring gear, man? I love that ring gear. Great. I said it looks like he he the whole stuff. Yeah. And this Buddy Murphy match. So a lot. Of, oh, hold on. Yes, that was great. Hey, you know what? Though I, I'm I'm pretty sure I was watching at the time. I didn't even notice that happen. So like, maybe I was just like, oh, I don't know. He's got a British accent. It's kind of weird. Anyways, that was great. That was great. Jay <laughs> Wooten, consisting of antimatter. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's huge. Yeah, he's massive. Just is massive. Yeah, he's massive. Oh man, it's he's great. Man. Anyways, I want to see machinist Buddy Murphy, man. No man. In terms of weight, build <laughs> as machinist Buddy Murphy. Yeah, build. yeah. Million seventy-five pounds, Buddy Murphy. Bigger. Yeah, the thing. Yeah. He gets like a hoss belly and yeah, everything. Man. Yeah, we're good. Anyways, talk about this match. Finally. Yes, yeah, so probably talk about this match. So going into it, uh, commentary was saying Buddy Murphy. He's Stronger, faster, quicker, and Buddy Murphy was saying smarter mm-hmm. than Mustafa Ali. Yeah. So it seemed like on every level possible, at least commentary was presenting it this way, Mustafa Ali was at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first, Buddy Murphy was able to overpower him, and he was uh, he outquicked him on a couple of occasions. But there is this one spot where Mustafa Ali did a 450 off the rope onto Buddy Murphy's arm as he was trying oh, to get that out. was great. And it was magnificent. And he... It was almost like Mustafa Ali learned from his match against Jack Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Go after the limb. Go after a body part. Yeah. And that's what he did. He applied yeah. what he learned the previous match because it happened to him. Yeah. And he applied it to this match. And that that fueled the story for the rest of the match. Yes. Because then Buddy Murphy, he couldn't pull off his finisher. Mm-hmm. He couldn't kick out of the... of. Uh, 
He, just a roll up, yeah, at the end. He couldn't he couldn't hold down Mustafa Ali for a pin, yeah. and then he couldn't yeah he couldn't kick out of the roll up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was great. I thought that that whole bit and they replayed it a million times where his arm was out there draped on the rope. Yeah, he's trying to pull himself up. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to pull himself up, and Mustafa Ali hits that 450 on the arm. Yeah. Oh, I I thought that was a great bit. Yeah, and then for that to <clears throat> lead to the rest of the match to be the story of the match. I thought was absolutely fantastic. I love the character work of Buddy Murphy, mm-hmm. this cocky guy who knows he's the best kept secret, and so he, you know, sh- I love that stuff. Did it back to and him. He did oh, it back so to good. him. I thought the character work in this match, and you know, combined with the story they were telling, and commentary helped a lot because by the end they said, you know, Buddy Murphy may be stronger, faster, but as this match proves. Mustafa Ali was the smarter opponent in this mm-hmm. match because he had he came upon a strategy during the match and worked on it. Yeah. Whereas Buddy Murphy is like, I'm gonna go in there improve just physically. Mm-hmm. You know, I have the advantage. Yeah. And it turned out not to be the case at all. And and the great thing is, leading into their match, uh, Drew Gulak versus Mustafa Ali. Drew Gulak, by his very nature, is the guy who's smarter than everybody else because he's grounding. He has to find clever ways to ground high flyers. Yeah. And to, to keep it on his level, at his pace, on his game. And uh, and Mustafa Ali in this match found a way to to be smarter mm-hmm. than, than his opponent. So it's going to be a matchup well, of wits. We've and, also seen in, in and styles. Ali and Drew's previous bouts that Ali has resorted to the ground game to beat mm-hmm. Drew. And he's, he's, he's you know, managed to strategize his way to make Drew go outside of his comfort zone. Yeah. Go up on the top rope. So I don't know if any of that's going to come into play. I hope so, because it can make for a really good match and a really interesting story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. So next week you said we have Roderick Strong and uh, versus Cedric. I think that's the match okay. next week and the week after that. I think they're going to do Mustafa Ali versus Drew. It, let me ask them, what are the odds that Roderick pulls this one out? It's possible. I think it's definitely possible. I think the fact that they are – so one of the main threads in the newsletter this week also was that they are they're, – they're really trying to strengthen 205 Live – to the point where Meltzer was saying that he's heard rumblings that Ricochet might be in 205 Live, which I'm not sure how I feel about that, yeah. and I'm not sure how true that would even be necessarily. Um, they would have they would have to establish a precedent before then where a guy can compete on 205 Live and then move up, you know, also to the main roster yeah. because you, the last thing you want is, I mean, it's funny. It, he, he, okay, so here's the parallel. New Japan has their juniors. Yeah. But we just saw Osprey fight Okada. We see yeah. we see guys declare to move up. Yeah, I'm a heavyweight now. I would love that same yeah. system for yeah. 205 well, Live. And I think we both feel we don't want 205 Live to be the destination. It's No, you're, you're right, yeah. I mean, yeah. that should be just one part of the larger WWE. And if, if, if talents get them themselves so over in 205 Live that they can go up to Maine and succeed and make a lot of money for the company, they should have that opportunity. Because so many of these guys in the first place, if you want to get really technical about the weight limit thing, like you've said a million times before, Finn Balor is well under that weight. Yeah, so I think Dolph is too. Right, exactly. So having a system where you can declare, because then you get the added excitement of that you get from NXT with the possible Mm call-up. It'd be the the declaration of heavyweight status. Yeah, yeah. So, um... So I think I, I think that'd be good. I think yeah, that'd, be, me too. that'd be really good. I would I would totally be in favor of because I don't want to see Roderick Strong just in 205 yeah, live or of course obviously just in NXT where he's pulling double duty. I want to see him. I mean, if Roderick Strong could compete with heavyweights on NXT, oh I know. I know. Why can't he do the same on the main roster? Just because he's 204 pounds, you know. I know. 
Exactly. When Finn Balor is 190. If Leo Rush gets himself so over to the point on 205 Live that people are tuning in just to see that, of course they're going to want to bring him up on Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I think if he can replicate that success and that and popularity people, on Maine. And people have popped so yeah. hard. If he gets so over on 205 Live, people are going to pop so hard when he comes out to challenge, you know, Braun or whatever, you yeah. know, something crazy yeah. like that, yeah. or Samoa Joe. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's my rant. Next, let's talk about NXT. Yeah, man. Um, for whatever I so I watched it this I watched it this morning and I was having some egos with it. But I that uh, sounds like a delightful viewing experience. Aside from a couple of moments, I think pa- also I was kind of like half reading the newsletter. Uh, but I didn't. I wasn't popping as hard. I popped for one moment in particular, and I literally tweeted it out because it was so great. Um, but it kicked off. It kicked things off, or things kicked off with the Authors of Pain versus TM61. First match in the Dusty Classic. This is a bad idea. This is a terrible idea to have the foot like because Marvel's like, oh, the finals of last year is in the first round this year. TM61 should be on the other side of the damn bracket. I know, especially all the time they invested in those awesome, like, little documentary uh, packages they did right. on TM61. It seemed like they're really building them up for something, and then they get beat by Authors of Pain. It wasn't a bad match, it was competitive. It wasn't nearly what their finals match was, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. wasn't even close to that. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I am kind of that was that was a, that was a mistake. They yeah. shouldn't have done that. And you know, if if Bobby Fish hadn't gotten hurt and if they didn't have to change things up for the tag title scene, this mm-hmm. was shot before Bobby Fish's injury. Mm-hmm. Maybe they would have approached things differently. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. There's already been quite a few changes in the bracket since. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, we'll, this match started. We'll just sort of, you know, we're not going to talk spoilers and no, stuff. No, 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 and no. And we we you know we're. We're savvy to most of the, the, the taping spoilers. We're not going to talk about those, and please no. don't put them in the comments. Yeah, I'm going to be going in and removing any spoilers because we don't want that. No. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was, it was a good I liked the, the bit where Shane Thorne got powerbombed out oh of the ring gosh. onto the apron. That looked nasty. Yeah, and then right after that, uh, Nick Miller got uh, suplexed into the mm-hmm. corner. That looked rough, too. Yeah, that looked really nasty. So I, I think I, the one thing that I like is the Authors of Pain, they are – they're. You know, I mean, that's one thing that Morrow mentions, that they're still in their early 20s. Mm-hmm. And so maybe our, you know, desire to see them up on Maine, because we're so used to NXT talents coming in from the indie ranks, already being polished and just needing some time in NXT to figure out the WWE system and the mm-hmm. production work, mm-hmm. and then moving up. Yeah, these guys are purely developmental. They're purely developmental. I mean, they need a little more time, especially if... Ellering is not going to go with them. They need mm-hmm. some polish on the mic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why they're sticking around so long. But I do see, I did, the cool thing is I definitely see growth. Yeah. And they were really pushing the fact that one of them, or one, so did they both do MMA? No, just uh, Rizar, I think, did okay. MMA. Okay. And they were really pushing the fact that, yeah, he, you know, he, he used to wrestle. He knows what he's doing. Um, and I like that, too, because you don't want them to be, if they're in their early 20s, I don't want to see them in their early 30s doing the exact same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, they busted out some new stuff last night. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. And that, man, I, I really love that finish where they just hold the guy up and close oh, the last crap chapter, out. Oh, last chapter, yeah. That's great. Yep, AOP picked up the win the last chapter on Nick Miller. They advanced. Second round, Dusty Classic. These next two bits were my favorite bits of the, the show because I always love a good press, an impromptu press conference. Oh, heck yeah, man. This one took place in the in the uh, entryway to the yeah, like wholesale. Yeah, 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 yeah. The car... Well, I guess it would have been at least kayfabe at the Atlanta Center Stage. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exactly actually where it was. So, anyways, William Regal's doing an impromptu press conference. Uh, uh, Talking about the Dusty Classic. Yeah, reporters are asking to make his pick. Mm-hmm. You know, like Dark Horse picks. Who do you expect I'm sorry, to I can't. I'm sorry, no. 
I can't. We've got a lot of exciting competitors yes. in the Dusty Classic. In walks Pete Dunn. Yeah, so he walks up. He walk, in walks Pete Dunn. It looks, looks like he always has this look on his face like somebody farted in his bag at McDonald's yeah, or something. Yeah. And uh, they ask him. But immediately I mark out because I'm like, a Pete Dunn sign. Like, I feel like he's kind of part of NXT now. Yeah, he uh, put on Twitter that he's going to be doing some of the, the live events. Oh, that's awesome. Coming up. Make him a regular in NXT. Heck yes. You know? Uh, so anyways, he shows up, and they ask him about uh, Roderick Strong, and he says the UK title deserves to stay in the UK, not giving up anytime soon. And then Roderick Strong shows up, and he gets all in his face uncomfortably close to him yeah. and says, hey, man, I just want to say you were the better man last time, and can't wait to do it again. Yeah. And then... Adam Cole, Bobby Fish... Kyle O'Reilly. Man, looking like a million bucks. Looking like a million bucks. Bobby Fish's suit was something oh, else, Oh, it was man. Man, like a scarf. Yeah, and the tie. Oh, man. He looked great. And Adam Cole with that big cheesy smile on his face. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and immediately Pete Dunne just hates them. Yeah. I love those. Those two personalities are so diametrically opposed. It's fantastic. Um, and I had just a smile like a good. And what was Kyle O'Reilly's sunglasses? Did you see that? No, I didn't know that. All right, all right. I literally screen capped it. I tweeted <laughs> it out today. Look at those sunglasses. Oh, man. And as soon as he got offended by something Pete Dunn said, he took them off. Oh, that's great. That's so good. <laughs> it was amazing. It was like, these are like, they're like, they're like comedy sunglasses that you have in Vegas if yeah, you're at a bachelor oh, party. They're great. Oh, that's God. So Kyle O'Reilly is, like, quickly becoming my favorite. And so they announced ever. last night that it's going to be Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne for the United Kingdom Championship, I think, next week. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. they announced that. Yeah, so. that's, yeah, I hadn't heard anything about that before, like, in terms of spoilers and stuff. But I'm really happy about that. That's super exciting. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, great segment. Next, Sanity uh, did a promo. Why... Why is it this is the first time I've really heard Alexander Wolf deliver a promo? I know. And he sounds like a German cartoon villain. Oh, man, the chaos that's rain down upon you. Oh, it was great. It was great. The whole thing was great. The whole thing was great. It starts off on Eric Young, and he's talking, and then Alexander Wolf says some stuff, and Nikki Cross jumps on his back, and then Damo, like, grabs his shoulder, and Alexander Wolf goes like this, and yeah. the camera pans over, and Damo talks to Alistair Black or whatever. Oh, man, it was Alexander Wolf. That voice, I was like, why have you been hiding this? I know. It was like me and Neville. Like, where have you been hiding? I you know, know. I know. Oh, so good. I was so happy about that. So those were highlights for me. Uh, and then, of course, Miss Bianca Belair comes out, so that's always fun. Yeah. I can't... She has my favorite entrance walk. Yeah. The the bouncy strut yeah, to yeah, the yeah, music yeah. is yeah. so good. It's so good. And there's so much attitude with it. I like her so much. Um, she was taking on Miss Drew Renee. Yeah. Is there a reason you put a Miss in there, or is that part of her name? That's what's listed... Uh, that's what they said. Okay. And it's also what's listed on WB.com. Okay, Miss Drew Renee. Miss Drew Renee. Um, Bianca Belair picked up the win with the reverse powerbomb. Still don't like that move. No, I don't like the move. Still I don't like, like the move regardless of who does it. Mm-hmm. It's just not a good move. No, and especially her. She has, like, the, the whip thing. She has, like, such, like, grace and rhythm. Mm-hmm. And to do that... <laughs> Just I know. Toss a bag of garbage over your head move. I don't like that. Yeah. Do something that just fits more, you know? Yeah. Choke somebody out with your hair. Are they allowed to do that? Is no, that's, like, that's, a, that's not Probably not that. allowed to do, do that. that, right? Okay. Well, do something. Yeah. That. I remember when uh, uh, Big Show used to do that move. 
You mentioned that before, but I really don't. For a brief period, he kind of replaced. That was his finisher. He played. Oh, really? With that. Yeah. Well, you're going. You're going pretty high on that one, man. You're launching into the air with that. Yeah, it still doesn't look good. Yeah. Okay. Just don't like the move very much. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. Uh, next, next up, uh, Lacey Evans interview. I really like that she like she put the inflections of her voice like a, a '50s actress. Yeah, that was really well done. Yeah, no, I, I liked. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a bit on the community theater side of things. Oh, it was, but the, yeah. the, the 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 you know the degree with which she's invested in her character. And going I, that I, far appreciate with it, I appreciate that. that. I, and appreciate I wasn't expecting that. it to me in that sense. I was like, yeah, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, she's actually yes, it was a little community theater, but she managed to get the rhythms down. So I I'm now thinking her gimmick is time traveler from the fifth. That'd be great. She's like from the what was her name? Mildred Brooke. Was that the name of the wrestler? I don't know. There was some hot. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like from her era, where they used to main event back mm-hmm. then. Because women used to main event back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So she gave an interview talking about. It wasn't. She, oh, uh, Dakota Kai. They're yes. gonna have a match. Yes, she's talking about Dakota Kai. And saying, you know, better be careful because after Shayna Baszler destroyed your arm, mm-hmm. and then cue Shayna Baszler walks in the frame. Lacey Evans says, "All right, I'm out of here." And Shayna Baszler is complaining about how Ember Moon has not responded to her challenge. For another match. Yeah, dude, that's not a good look for Ember Moon. It's not. Again, she's a fighting champion. A heel that makes a good point. Though. Yeah. Nowhere <laughs> to be found. Ember Moon has got to be, she needs to be yelling at some people back there. Like, you're killing my character right now. Mm-hmm. Shayna Baszler is totally Nelson Muntz, though. Her voice, I cannot, I cannot get away from Nelson Muntz at this point <laughs> when she talks. And I love it. I think it's great. She's supposed to be a big bully. Yeah. So I'm glad that I, I have that associate. It's not like I'm saying she's Millhouse. But her voice kind of reminds me of yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, she said, yeah, where's Ember Moon? Uh, Next, Heavy Machinery, Lift and Weight. Okay, I actually like this. This was pretty fun. Because it was... It was, it was Otis on the, the sled doing curls. That's what got me. <laughs> he was doing curls while Tucker was talking in beef metaphor in meat metaphors yeah. while pulling the sled yeah. that Otis was doing curls on. And Otis was like laughing while he's doing curls. Yeah, I kinda, I'll be honest. I kind of like it. It was pretty charming, wasn't it? I, I thought it was pretty charming. It was pretty funny. I liked it. Like, I'm now 15% on board with heavy machinery, which is a lot further along than I have. Yeah, been. you were in the, in the minus for a while. I love your next note here. Tommaso Ciampa promo. And I corrected myself. No promo. No promo. Because the crowd booed so much. They booed so much. I do wish, I'll, I'll say this, though. I don't think, with all due respect to the people that were there at center stage, I do think that Full Sail deserved this segment. Because they taped there last night. They should have held off until the Full Sail crowd got to it because they've got the emotional connection. I think we've had a, a much more uh, vociferous booing yeah, I understand that. of Tommaso Ciampa. But, I mean, you know, nonetheless, there you, was, need to get, you need to get there it. There was some passionate and booing. Yeah, there was some passionate there booing. in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, so there was. So that it prevented or Ciampa got so frustrated that he didn't drop a promo at all. Mm, yeah. Best part, he goes out the crowd, finds the Gargano sign, rips it from the fan's hand. Did you see the reaction of the fan when he got re- He looked terrified. I know. He was like, oh, that. his adrenaline was going. Oh, I know. Because that was such a snap reaction. Well, it was like a no-look snatch. Yeah, he was like doing this, and he went, just like with like super speed. And the guy went, whoa! Yeah, it, came, it came out of nowhere. So Ciampa shows us the crowd, rips it in half, puts it in the ring, and starts to beat it up with his crutch. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Alex D here in uh, the Patreon chat mentions this as well. Nobody look. You know, I'm the big aesthetics guy. Yeah, that, that's one. I'll, I'll rewind really quick. That's my one thing about Mustafa Ali, 
in his promos, it's obvious that he's got this really great sense of style, fashion, or whatever. I wish that would translate to his oh, ring gear. Oh, yeah, his ring gear is not the it's, best. Because it's two Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. He needs to, like, make it look cooler. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be, get, get, like, a bunch of sleeves, tattoo sleeves and stuff. Um, Tommaso Ciampa is the coolest looking wrestler. Yeah, he is jacked. <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's triceps? Yes! Oh my gosh! Dude, literally. He wasn't even flexing, just like straightened his arm. I was like, oh my god. Nobody was in the room with me this morning, and I said, oh my god, out loud, to his triceps. Yeah. Oh my, they're like fucking pistons. I know, man. Huge. I know. Oh, there's so many. You need to to change your body goals. Oh man, I made that goal last night, man. (laughs) Two years. Chompa body. Chompa body. His traps are huge. Oh, man. His triceps are massive. Nobody has veins popping. Nobody has a better face than him either. I know. That, like, giant beard and those eyes. Oh, man. And he was a psycho killer. He's a psycho killer. I, went, I literally went to his pro wrestling tea shop during that segment. Yeah, he's got some good stuff on there. He's got some okay stuff. Nothing beats that shirt. And I love that he tweeted out that WWE wanted that shirt for the merch no. shop. And he says, you, the fans don't get this. Yes. You don't get this. Great. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was an effective promo. Or non-promo. No promo. Uh, and then we had our main event, Alistair Black. Alistair Black versus Gillian Dean. Um, and this was at a, for a shot at Almas's title. Did you hear that uh, on his way out? Gargano, his final match, was a singles match against Almas in a house show, and he beat him. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they had been advertising the, the mixed match uh, with his wife and, the, and then Selena Vega. Mm-hmm. But then I guess the final match was against Almas. A non-title match, obviously. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyways, I like this match. This was like one of the first times. That this felt like Aleister Black's maybe toughest, physically mm-hmm. speaking, uh, match where he was just spending the entire time. <laughs> Number one, it kicked off. Well, it kicked off with Black, uh, Aleister Black was, was like... Getting ready, and Daniel sprinted towards him with a drop kick. Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, hit him with a fun splash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was, I like that we've dubbed it the fun splash. Well, that's what it is, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, like a lot of this was just Alistair Black trying to chop away uh, at, uh, at Killian Dane's girth, at his power, and eventually he was able to get him off his feet. And he took him down finally with a black mask. I thought it was a fun match. Yeah. Um, just a couple of uh, hairy, brutish guys going at it. Yeah. Who doesn't like to see that, right? So we got confirmed Alistair Black versus Almas for the NXT title at TakeOver New Orleans. <laughs> oh, you answer some questions now. Yeah, probably answer some questions. Yeah, That'd be good. Some questions. Alistair Black. Killian Dane. Uh, uh-huh. Cody Miles, he says there's a fantasy booking idea from Discord. Um, this is using the notion that mixed match challenge to the semi-canon show due to uh, using Oscar's streak. The bracket will have Oscar Miz taking one of the finals. The other side will be Flair. Sorry, Rude Flair. The semifinal being Miz Oscar versus Bliss Braun. Have Miz go over Rude and Flair gets upset, so the loss calls out Oscar on Tuesday to face for a Mania. Boom, Mania match could be. They could be using mixed match challenge to motivate uh, Mania matches. Um, Entirely possible. I think it would be cool. I just don't see it's very likely. Although the Mixed Match Challenge has been doing pretty good on the network, so maybe. Yeah. I would think that would make them more likely. And here's the other All they would have to do to justify it is just run the clip on TV, on mm-hmm. Raw or SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. be fine. Um, embryonic Reflection. The Whale Hunt, or as they're calling it, Murphy's Law. 
Buddy Murphy's finisher. Oh, cool. He's one of the sickest names for a finisher I've heard as well. Being a great move, what finisher has a name that's just as awesome as the move? Black Mass. Yeah, that's what Dylan Scribner says here. He also says oh, one-winged yeah. angel. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good one. Razor's Edge. Oh, yeah. Great move, great name. Mm. You know what? <laughs> Terrible name with a move that, even though he's always been my favorite, never really been into the move itself, the pedigree. Mm-hmm. Terrible name. Mm-hmm. And I'm not huge on the move itself. No. Never really made a lot of sense to me. Oh, one thing, man, one thing I forgot to talk about during that Murphy uh, Ali match. Murphy selling how he spiked oh, himself yeah, on yeah. everything. Oh, man, that, uh, the face buster. The face Oh, my yeah, God. The face right on top of his head. The reverse Rana yeah. on top of his head again. Yeah, man, that was great. Man. No, that, this was, I, I, I sort of mentioned it, and we started talking about the Drake Maverick thing. Is that, so last time, last time they had a Buddy Murphy match, I didn't necessarily poo-poo it, but I just felt that they spent a lot of time on shots of Davari looking stunned at Buddy Murphy's strength. Mm-hmm. And this match here... I think is much more indicative of what I wanted to see that first yeah, time yeah, yeah. out. Just, just, yeah, I was really impressed. Uh, oh, uh, the blackout. Yeah, yeah. Back when uh, Seth Rollins was in NXT, the stop, all the, yeah, all the blackout, the, yeah, the curb stop and the blackout. Great names. Uh, the gutter. Go- oh, what a great question! And like super upvoted. This is why guys on the Patreon, you got to make sure you're upvoting your stuff. Oh, I forgot to do shoutouts again today. We've got another show to do. We have one more show to do. The gutter guru, Sid Swami. Steve has said in the past that he wants a TV 14 show on the network in the style of ECW. I want an ECW reboot. What NXT performance would be in the initial main event scene of this show? TV 14, yeah. He actually mentions himself. He says Adam Cole is pretty darn TV 14 before he was in NXT, and I guess so was Pete Dunne. Um, Eric Young. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a good one right there. Kevin Owens, he was like super PG-14 before he oh, yeah. Kevin Steen. Kill, Steen, kill. There you go. He should be the anchor of that show. Oh, man, that'd be great. You're going to talk about those guys for the battle, uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal? Are you serious I know. that? Oh, my I God. Know. Braun might not have a match. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Dylan, the villain Scribner, considering NXT as it is now, is blown up and is basically considered a third brand. If you took... If you two could book an eight-man and woman all-time NXT tournament, who would be in the respective tournaments and who goes over? All right. Eight-man, eight-women, all-time NXT tournament. Start with the women. Um, Sasha, Asuka, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, um, Paige. Paige, yeah. Six. I'll put I'll, – I'll do this. I'll put Shayna Baszler in there just because it's kind of obvious they're booking her strong. Okay. I feel like I'm missing a former champion in there somewhere. Uh, Maybe not. No, I guess not. Ooh, what about Emma? Okay, Emma. There's eight. Who wins? Oscar. Oscar wins. Oscar wins. wins. All right, men. Um, Neville. Okay. Neville. Neville. Finn. Finn. Joe. Joe. Nakamura. Yeah. Um, Seth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can put Seth in there. Big E. Ooh, good one. Bobby Rude. Bobby Rude. And El Idolo. That's eight. There you go. Who goes over? Joe. Oh, okay. I like the eight because he put it here, Joe. I was like, oh, yeah, I want Joe to go. Yeah, right. Joe's a good, good choice. Because Joe did it all. Didn't Joe beat Finn? Yeah. And Joe beat Nakamura? Mm-hmm. What more do you need? Fair point. Mm-hmm. 
Um, super nerdy Sama, if you could connect NXT superstars with an ice cream flavor, what would they be? If you could do what? If you could connect NXT superstars with an ice cream flavor. Oh, well, Finn would be a Napoleon because he has all those different colors. You said Napoleon? What is it called? Neapolitan. Neapolitan. I always call it Napoleon. Neapolitan. Yeah. I don't like it, though, because I don't really like strawberry ice cream. Oh, strawberry ice cream is the best. Yeah, but I don't know. If I want an ice cream, I just usually go for, like, one. It's like... Uh, I rank them, right? So chocolate's my favorite. Okay. I lo- I'm, I'm not opposed to strawberry. Yeah, yeah. So it's not your favorite. I understand. Right. But, like, I'm, I'm in the mood for one flavor. And then what does vanilla do for me? Nothing. Yeah, I know. Vanilla ice cream is Van- Vanilla ice cream is a vessel for other flavors. <laughs> it's a vessel That's for exactly a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Napoleon. That was great. Oh, man. Um, see, that's the that's thing. That shows how much I really care about ice cream. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't care about it. Milkshakes are good. I, oh, milkshakes are great. Yeah, it is kind of weird because I love milkshakes and they're cold. But ice cream, my main problem with ice cream is uh, that it's super cold. Brain freeze or just because it's too cold, cold for your mouth? It just makes me uncomfortable. All right. Anything that isn't room temperature makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> man. I know. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, man. No, I like, I like the extreme heat sometimes. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you're playing in some sprinkles. Sprinklers. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this question. I miss sprinkles. Gotta go play in the sprinkles. Wow. All right, oh, Joe Shea. Um, the two hundred five cup of coffee. This two. Yeah, me too. Does two hundred five live getting their own tag championships make it any more likely that there will be a women's tag division? Uh, One in ten. How likely is this to happen now? It should mm-hmm. happen. I hope it does. <laughs> Playing as sprinkles. The Napoleon's ice cream. The perfect ice cream to eat when trying to attack. <laughs> oh, fuck me, I'm crying. Oh, man. Oh, my God. The perfect ice cream. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love our patrons. Well, if you're lactose intolerant, <laughs> they eat Napoleon ice cream, be your own Waterloo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That just fucking killed oh me. Oh, my gosh. All right, TGX. Oh. So after Mustafa Ali's superb promo on Twitter and all of the campaigning he's doing in front and behind the scenes, is it just me or is he the most likable guy ever? Yeah, he seems super likable. Who? Mustafa Ali. Yeah, he's great. He seems awesome. I like his promos. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Get it together, man. Thank you. Oh, God. Oh, man. Woo. I need some water. Yeah, have some water. Okay. Have some water. Braun's grappling hook. WWE wants you to book a Money in the Bank match for NXT men and women. Who participates in the matches and who wins? Um, a Money in the Bank what? Ladder match in NXT. Men and women. Men, you have Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream, yeah, yeah, uh, Ricochet, <clears throat> Adam Cole, baby, uh, um, Leo Rush, mm-hmm. and uh, one more. Choose <laughs> one more. Uh, did you already say Killian Dane? No, Killian Dane. Good. I see him climb a ladder. Uh, women's match: Candice LeRae, uh-huh. Kyrie Sane. Oh yeah. 
Um, I guess you put Shayna Baszler in there because she's not champion. That'd be good. Put Emma Moon in there. Have her do something. Well, she's champion. <laughs> okay. Um, money in the bank. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let's do Dakota Kai. Uh-huh. Uh, Bianca Belair. Okay. Let me get one more. Um... Uh, did you say Lacey Evans? No. All right, Lacey Evans. Good. <clears throat> did you get it together? Uh, I hope so. All right, I hope so, too. We have a lot of work still to do today. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Man, so many of these aren't upvoted. What the heck? Uh, Tommy oh, T. Oh, 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 go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Go. I'll go with this one. The Nightcrawler. With Seth's recent Iron Man performance, who are some other superstars across all WWE programming? Who do you think could have been put in that same spot and benefit more? Um, I don't know. I, so I'll just say this. I'll, I'll answer the question, but I think Seth was the perfect. Like, they yeah, wanted to yeah, get in yeah. the main event level. They did that just yeah, through that one, one match. match. I know. Granted, it was an hour-long match. But. Uh, but who could have also benefited from being in that position? Well, Double T uh, in response says Rusev. Oh, yeah. That would have been And I agree with this sentiment, too. He says that if, if it was Rusev, that would have been the hottest crowd since the Attitude Era. I agree. Mm-hmm. That crowd would have been so huge. And the whole would have been 12,000 people chanting Rusev Day. Yeah. Uh, Tommy T. Hey, friend. Those power rank current talent that right now are your favorite to watch no matter what they are doing. Personally, mm-hmm. he says one and two for him are Mustafa Ali and the Usos. Mustafa Ali's up there for me. <clears throat> it seems like uh, when it, whether it be promos or matches, he can do no wrong in my eyes these days. Yeah, uh, let's take like AJ. Let's take him out of it because his right, matches yeah, are yeah, really, yeah. really good. Well, I mean, I've said I've said that AJ, Roderick Strong, Gargano. Like I can watch any oh, Roderick Gargano, Strong yeah, match, yeah, yeah. and then Gargano. I can watch any match with him. Um, I can watch Tommaso Ciampa literally not deliver a promo and be captivated. I know. Yeah, he's um, so good. Yeah. Um, Dong Diggler. What's the next best NXT feud within six months? He says EC3 and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's assume. Let's I want to see Ricochet versus Leo Rush, man. Yeah. Let's say let's say Aleister Black captures the title at Takeover. Yeah. Who's his next feud going to be against? I didn't like him versus Lars Sullivan. I I would think they would put off Lars Sullivan until like. Alistair Black has had a run. Who's next and who's like who's gonna be top heel? It's almost as maybe he's getting called up. Yeah, maybe he's gonna be Lars Sullivan, huh? Or Alistair Black, you can see Alistair Black versus Adam Cole. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. But Adam Cole needs to start picking up some wins. Although with uh, with with uh, Bobby Fish at a commission, they might have him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, Freebird rule those tag titles. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this is a good one. CM Punk finds it insulting. Towering things Drake Maverick was scrolling, scrolling through on his iPhone before talking to Tazawa and Atami. Oh, I thought I thought he was going to mention the Drake Maverick thing. Okay, hold on. Sorry, oh, the, the, the two oh, one. Here we go. Go again. I think he's looking through uh, like uh, <laughs> hotels to find other hotels that have good looking backdrops for his Twitter promos. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? There's curtains on the opposite <laughs> wall, right? You can, uh, yeah, it wasn't gonna move the friggin' TV though. Just pivot the other way. <laughs> uh, I think he was using daylight though, wasn't he? Yeah, probably. He was using the daylight, but still, yeah. like, 
do something. Go to the hallway. Go out to the, here's the thing. Wait, wait at wait at forty five minutes and t- go to the arena and do it there. Is the is the TV absolutely necessary? No, because you couldn't see it anyway. No, it just said two or five live stuff. Take your iPhone. Go downstairs. Every hotel has like a back alley that looks like a cool backdrop to something. Yeah. Do this, like do the, you know. No, I like someone was actually shooting it. It wasn't an iPhone promo. Well, I would prefer an iPhone to All it right. cuz it didn't look great. I would say this, every hotel has a conference room that's probably empty. Oh yeah, you At look professional doing that, that cuz yeah. you're a GM, you look professional. Yes. Yeah. Or wait till the breakfast area is cleared out. <laughs> what? Wait till the breakfast the area. The breakfast area. And then the wall that doesn't have the, the, the stuff for the breakfast put at, shoot it over there. Okay. All right. Some lobbies have like a, excuse me, a fireplace or something. Yeah. Was there pertinent information in that? Because in all, all I focus on during that promo is just like the fact that he's in a hotel room. I was looking at the evacuation plan <laughs> on, the, on, the, on the door. I was hoping that somebody's going to come out of the bathroom back there. It's like Buddy Murphy. He's like, you know, I just had to evacuate. Because oh, this is a good question, Kyle, Kyle Moshinsky. Because I thought this too was Champa's promo plan A, or did he go out there, read the crowd, call an audible? I think they had to have known he was going to get booed out the building. Because mm-hmm. here's the, here's the thing about it: the boo. That's why I said I I, I think they should have saved it for full sale because the booing was there. Yeah, but the booing wasn't like it was. The, and granted, it's not an arena full of fifteen thousand people. But I feel like if it was at a place where the acoustics were more conducive to the booze just raining down and you yeah. literally not being able to gather yourself, and yeah. I don't feel like there were that. Yeah. And so well, they escalated too every time he pulled the mic or yeah. mic back up to his face. They escalated. So um, this is a good question, I think, to probably uh, conclude on. Okay. Fat bastard champ Alex Foster. Which wrestlers do you like, but you're not sure why? Oh wow, what a good question. Oh, I know I had like a, a... Oh, gender. Okay. Not really sure. He's not a good wrestler. He has like weird body. <laughs> but something about him, I just love. Like, he's got a great face. I mean, I can kind of tell you why, I guess. Yeah. He's got a great face. I kind of find his creative sometimes kind of funny. Like when he's obsessing over the top ten. This week again on SmackDown. We forgot to mention this on the SmackDown recap. They talked about the damn top ten list again. Oh, I just that. It was just sort of in the lead up to the, oh, okay. to the United thing. States title yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like talking about it because Bobby Roode was at number whatever, and then and they mentioned it again. Yeah, is it just power rankings for the U.S. title that the top ten is now? <laughs> I guess so, but it never fluctuates. No, doesn't fluctuate. Yeah, why does it fluctuate? It should change. It should change every week. Every change, week, based on wins one. and losses. Put it on the dot com. I'll say this: uh, Fandango when he first debuted. I always got the idea. This is the best explanation why. I always got the idea that he knew his gimmick was crap. And was poking fun at uh, oh yeah yeah sure poking fun at the gimmick the entire time yeah 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 and it entertained me mm-hmm, yeah no I remember that yeah no that was good that was good stuff anyways I'm trying to think who else some probably, there's probably people like in the mid nineties what I like but I can't oh explain why. man yeah I don't know um I don't know if I ever really understood why I liked Triple H so much I just thought he was really cool mm. and I wanted to see him win. I always appreciate that he was like the bad guy and everybody else was like just trying to get pops and the entire time he was just trying to get heel heat. Yeah. I always liked that about him. I mean, I'm back in the mid-90s, I really liked Kevin Nash, but looking back, I mean, he was, you know, he had some mic skills, but he was garbage in the ring. <laughs> yeah. No, here's the thing about Kevin Nash is that I always liked him and it's probably the same thing with you because you always kind of understood 
that he didn't take things too seriously. Oh, I mean, I'd take it, I'll take it a step further. I, I think I always understood, especially his the longest tenure in WWE lasted, that he just didn't care. Yeah, I know, and there's something kind of appealing yeah. about that. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. You can always read the look on his face and know that things were going on backstage that he just wasn't cool with, you know? But he wasn't above, like, kind of just phoning it in because of that, and he was kind of the best when he phoned it in. Yeah. Well, to a degree, when he was super phoning it in. Well, yeah. Then yeah. it was just obvious. But he was when he was phoning it in and having a laugh mm-hmm. about it, then, yeah, it yeah. worked. Oh, I don't like Kurt Hawkins at all. Uh, Alex Foster here mentions Kurt Hawkins. Mm. I, he bugs the crap out of me. Like, I know maybe he's supposed to do that, I think, yeah. to a degree. Face the facts, Steve. Yeah, face the facts. That. Exactly. Anyways, let's get some music. Yeah. I'm I'm exhausted now. That laughing fit had me. Man, we got a lot to do today still. Uh, out music. Don't keep on keep reminding me of that. Hear that. Thanks for watching. Till next time. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.